Does God limit whose prayers he hears? Does he have a, like a special list of people whom he listens to? Is there like special standing with God in prayers? What is the nature of prayer? Does he hear from believers or unbelievers? This is Consider It, where we're considering questions regarding life, theology, and the church. Consider It is a ministry of Redemption Bible Church here in New Braunfels, Texas. Do you have questions regarding life, theology, or the church? If so, text the word redemption and your question to 474747 and we'll consider your questions. To learn more about our church and everything we're doing here, visit redemption.bible. I'm Aaron Orozco. And I'm Blair Cushman. Let's consider it. Hey guys, thanks for joining us today on Consider It. Let's start as always with the question right up top. It says, should we as believers encourage unbelievers to pray to God without having a mediator? This is a very interesting question today. Yeah, it is. I think there, you know, the first thing that comes to mind is is kind of that the the Catholic, you know, mm-hmm. mediator, like going to a priest and, yeah. and confessing your sin or, or having yeah. him pray for you. Uh, that's right. kind of what comes to mind right, initially, when, when I hear the question. Yeah. You know, I can honestly say, I mean, I've not had every question, but sometimes the questions that get submitted, I'm, you know, I'm not surprised by yeah. the ones that I've, somebody else has asked yeah. me about, I've thought about, but I've, I'm like never thought of the question like quite like this before. Right. And so I wonder if it does come from a, you know, Catholic background or whatever, you yeah. know, our questions are submitted anonymously, so we don't know who, uh, who submits them, but, uh. This is really interesting. Should we yeah. as believers encourage unbelievers to pray to God without having a mediator? Right. Interesting. Yeah. Intriguing. I, yeah, I think I think another thing that comes up is you know when there's when there's tragedy or something bad happens that's in in the media that's really big. I think you know everyone's sending their prayers, their condolences. Yeah. Or, you know we're praying for them, uh, and and I think that's another interesting as Christians like. What does that mean? Like, are those right. prayers valid? Are they heard? Right. Like, uh, assuming that these people are unbelievers, right? right. So I think this question kind of hits on that on that as well. Right, right. You, you just see that in, you know, news anchors or sportscasters or something. Something tragic happens, you know, like, for example, Kobe Bryant and his daughter and several others were killed recently. And so there, there's just those sentiments that were said. Our thoughts and prayers are Go being on, yeah. sent out to them or to the family. And and so it's, I, I guess I can see where the question like this comes from. And it really kind of, as we answer, we have to think in, you know, in terms of a couple things. We have to define a few things in the start. Like, well, what is prayer? Right. And what is a mediator? You know, that's because yeah. that's kind of an odd term. Yeah. You know, maybe when you think of mediator, sure, we think Roman Catholicism. But, uh, you know, you also think of like uh, in a dispute or, you know, in a legal battle or something like somebody has to mediate between two warring parties. Right. And uh, and and so what does the Bible talk about in this way? So Yeah, which, which you know, as, as we get into it, I think we're going to find that actually this it's an accurate question when, when it says you know, do we need a mediator, right? Yep. Or, or do we have a mediator? But yep. yeah, let's, let's start just first. I know we've talked about it before, yep. but let's, let's start with just prayer. Like what is prayer? Right. What is prayer? Prayers, you know, just kind of in a general sense, it is, uh, you know, we as humans communicating with God. Okay. I mean, just to use a real, you know, kind of general term, I and mean, you can yeah. do that vocal, you know, out loud with, you know, 
your words in your heart, but praying is just that, just communicating with God. And uh, and the purpose of it is to align our hearts with God's. Yeah. You know, we're not, it's prayer isn't meant to inform God of anything. It is just to get on the same page with, with God to bring our requests, to bring our praises, uh, to bring our thanksgiving, um, to bring our confessions to God. And so we speak to him in that way, you know, and it's, it's not all ritualistic, you know, there's yeah. not like a special formula. There's not, you know, like, okay, if you say this type of incantation in the right way, mm-hmm. then bada bing, bada boom, it's all going to turn right. out. It's Re- it's really just us communicating with God. Yeah, really like a, a Christian's prayer life is just abiding in Christ, right? Yeah. It's one of the ways that we abide in, in right. Christ. It's, it's a form of, of worship. And like you're saying, it's just maintaining that relationship with him, that yeah. trust and, and I like how you said we, when we pray, we, we're not informing God of anything, right? We're not, you know, cluing God into how my day's going and, sure. and I need help. But rather, it's it's focusing our, our hearts and our minds um, on what God wants, which, which is an interesting point because that implies we need to know God's heart and God's yeah. mind. And, and we do that by being in the Word. Yeah. To say that prayer... And being in the Word are are so intertwined, right? Yeah, right. You can't yeah. do one without the other. Right. They are very connected. You know, it's through prayer that we that we communicate, that we connect, or we abide with God. Mm-hmm. And it's through reading of the Scriptures that God communicates with us. We abide right. in His Word, and mm-hmm. so that two way communication. Right happens in that way we communicate to god through prayer he communicates to us through his eternal written inspired holy inerrant word yeah and uh, and those two things really go hand in hand and so when you think about this though okay so that's what prayer is right this is how we talk to god well how like does god just listen to anybody right yeah that begs the question well then can can unbelievers right do that um and and you know obviously the question says without uh do they need a mediator so let's just beg the question can then an unbeliever do that having no mediator? Let's, right. You know, right. Right. Because the, the, the idea of a mediator is somebody who stands in the middle. Right. And and that's the reality, you know, as we talk about pretty much every episode here mm-hmm. is that humanity, we humans, because of our sin, are separated from God. Yeah. And we can't come into his presence apart from a mediator who is Jesus. You know, this is First Timothy 2. There is one mediator between God and man, the man, Christ Jesus. He is our sole mediator for salvation to come into God's presence. Romans mm. 5, you know, that Jesus is made the introduction into the grace in which we now stand. Right. He is the one that got us into the presence of the Father. Right. And so there has to, like... By grace through faith is the only way that that happens. Yep. You know, so there is a mediator. It's God. It's Christ. Right. It's right? Christ. Who is God? Mm-hmm. Um, and 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 so that's the only way that we pray. And so that's why even as we look across the scriptures, when the disciples asked Jesus, you know, teach us to pray, He taught us to pray to the Father. Right. And so our prayers are directed to the Father through the Son in the Spirit. Right. As the Spirit dwells in us, and so right. all of our prayers, every member of the Trinity is involved. It's involved. Yeah, you know, both the Spirit from Romans eight is interceding on our behalf, and Christ is also interceding on our behalf, um, even now as we, you know, as we pray here as humans. And so, so yes, there is a mediator, and so that's where the question comes in. Okay, well right. then, is an unbeliever able to do that without a mediator? Well, if by a mediator they mean a human, a human mediator, yeah. 
Um, no. Yeah. Right. Uh, I mean, can we pray on behalf of somebody else? Yes. But I would say not in the biblical sense of mediation that we don't necessarily, like, they 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 pray through Christ. And so should we pray for people? Yes. But to say that, you know, like, oh, well, you need a pastor. You need a priest to pray for you. That's, uh, you know, that that's, that's where it's kind of getting a little, like, right, a little right. crazy. The, the word mediator, it, it touches those gospel chords, right? It strikes yeah. the gospel chords because that's exactly, you know, at the heart of the gospel, right? Mm-hmm. The, the fact that, like you were saying, sin separates us from God. Yeah. And we do need a mediator, right? And, and like in the Old Testament, it was, it was the law and, and the sacrifices yeah. that, that were, people were able to come before a perfect holy God because they had repented, they had yeah. sacrificed, yeah. and there was that, that, that offering made, right? Yeah. Um, but now, in, in the New Covenant, now we see that, that Jesus stands in our place. He takes the wrath for our sin, and now he is the one by which we can come to the Father, yeah. right? So this word mediator has such uh, so many important gospel implications, right? Right, right? And and when it comes to praying, which is, you know, how we were saying, such an intimate, like, uh, aspect of our Christian walk right. with, with God— Yeah. We could not do it if we did not have Jesus, right? right? We, right. we there was there we would not be able to stand in God's presence or come to God's presence through singing or through you know corporate worship. We we couldn't do that except through Jesus and His perfect works. That's right. That's right. And so, uh, so praise the Lord for that. Right. We understand yeah, that for sure. And so here's here's like my answer to the question: like if an unbeliever is coming to you and wanting to pray. And now you have a gospel opportunity to say, well, let me tell you about what prayer is. Right. You know, like obviously you say, of course I'm going to pray for you, mm-hmm. and not just and not just say I'm going to pray for you, but let's pray right now. Yeah. You know, there's a big difference between I'll pray and let's pray, mm-hmm. and so let's just let's pray right now. Mm-hmm. But then also, if you can talk to them about these things and mm-hmm. say. You call upon the Lord. Like now, all of a sudden, your their requests for prayer, your you know encouragements to them to pray are now evangelistic. Right. You you point them to Jesus. Yeah. You point them to Christ, and and who knows? You know, call upon the name of the Lord, and you will be saved. Yeah. You know? Right. And right. So. It, it, Call upon the Lord. Ask Him to come through. You know, if it's in a tragedy, if they're in, you know, in a hard spot or whatever, by all means, what else do we want them to do? Like, right. call upon the Lord. You are not the mediator for their salvation. Christ is. Yeah. And so push them that way, you know, and, and encourage them, you know, like to the truth. You know, like Psalm 145 says that uh, the, um, well, here, let me just look it up. So I don't, uh, I don't botch it. Psalm one forty five eighteen. I have it. It says, "The Lord is near to all who call on Him, to all who call on Him in truth." Yeah. And so, you know, if they want the Lord to come through, if they want, you know, the Lord to hear their prayers and to answer them, say, "Well, you got to call on Him in truth." And here's right. here's the truth of the gospel. Exactly. Yeah. And yeah. now, if they're able to hear that, then praise. Then by all means, pray. Yeah, yeah, and and I think you know. In, in the question, you, you kind of see, I think maybe this person has been in a situation with unbelievers. Uh, and, and I think it's important to discern and, and, and be aware where, where this person is, right? Because I yeah. think a lot of the times when, when an unbeliever comes wanting to pray with a request, it's kind of like the genie, you know, yeah. like the genie God that, you, you know, I'm either sick or, you know, this is happening and I need you to fix it, right? Yeah. Where, you know, if we look at, 
we look at like Jesus's ministry all throughout, you know, the the gospels. Yeah. Uh, when people come to him with their physical, you know, circumstances, the first thing he does, he addresses their spiritual circumstance, right? Like that yeah. they need they need actual healing or they need actual saving. Yeah. And then he does, you know, you know, he's not uh, he still meets their physical needs. But yeah, the, the wonderful thing about that, he, he says most of the, he's always like your sins are forgiven and now go. Right. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and I think Pick that's up your mat and walk. Yeah, exactly. Like, you know, um, I think that's a great example for when people come even to us, maybe asking for this thing, you know, this their you know, thorn on the flesh or whatever their their problem, their circumstance is like, well, you have a bigger problem, right? Yeah. Especially if, if you don't know Jesus, you have a very big problem. Your heart yeah. needs needs saving. Yeah. And once once we can point them there, then it's like, yeah, and then bring make your request known to right. to him. Right, right. And that, so that's where I, I like even how the question is worded. Should we encourage unbelievers yeah. to pray? And if they are coming to you, whether it's just because you know they're in a tight spot you know maybe the lord and, and i'd say the best case scenario is that the lord is at work in them right you've shared your faith with them they or at least they know your reputation of faith mm-hmm. and now they're coming to you for prayer man jump in take that opportunity to yeah, share the gospel with them and, and point yeah. them to christ yep um in their biggest need you know worst case scenario yeah they're just looking for the genie and you the know in the bottle yeah. yeah like man the i know Hail you Mary. believe in this yeah. stuff so uh, can, will you give it a, a, a try? And so you have to discern those things. But but I'd say the same thing is, yeah, encourage them. Call upon the Lord. Yeah. And and he is the one. And maybe you need to demonstrate it for him and pray with him. Right. Say, you can do this as well. But just know your prayers will be heard through Christ. Right. And, uh, right. and he will work his will because of, uh, because of what Christ has done for his glory. Um, and so it's not just like a genie in the bottle type situation. And so, man, if you have that opportunity, of course, like encourage them to do that. Yeah, I think I think the practical thing out of all of out of all of this is that if someone is who you know doesn't know Christ is coming to you and asking for that, I think you know that is uh, the Spirit just showing you and giving you an opportunity, right? Right. And I think it's one that you need to be prepared for. You need to be uh, discerning with and gentle. Yep. And, and man, share the gospel, pray right. with that person and encourage that person right. to, to call right. on Jesus. Right. And point them to Christ. Right. That's the, that's the thing. Cause we can unknowingly do this. I think as believers, particularly with our children, mm-hmm. you know, is, uh, is we, uh, maybe mostly unintentionally can act as the mediator yeah. to where like our kids, they're, they're praying or they're, you know, doing something, but with, but their faith is actually in us as a parent or, you know, our yeah. friend is coming to us right. and, and, you know, we're, we kind of unintentionally are standing in the gap as, as the mediator mm-hmm. when all the time we need to be pointing people to Christ. Right. Right. You know, I don't have the power to save you. I have the power to pray for you yeah. and I will join you in that, but it is through Christ. And, mm-hmm. and, and that's just goes for all believers, not just, you know, for a pastor or whatever. Right. I mean, I, I maybe get this more cause people will come. They just, you know, I'm, like the paid holy man or whatever. <laughs> right. And, uh, you know, so people want, you know, me to pray for them and they'll bring friends, you know, people bring their friends and say, Hey, will you pray for this person? Well, by all means, of course I'm going to pray. But right. I don't right. have any sort of special access to the Lord, you know, that you don't have, you know, I don't right. have like a special elite <laughs> standing, you know, I'm not higher on the rankings, you know, in God's eyes. It's, just, it's nothing like that. You know, at the cross, the foot of the cross, uh, the 
playing field's level. Yep. And so your access to the Lord is just the same as mine. And the things that hinder the Lord from, you know, hearing my prayers are the same as yours. Right. You know, this, this, I mean, the same is true for unbelievers, but there's a warning like in, in Isaiah 59, which was to the people of Israel, you know, the uh, people of faith, but he, he says, your iniquities, this is Isaiah 59, verse 2, your iniquities have made a separation between you and your God, your God. Hmm. You know, like... Yeah, the, these not, are Christians, yeah. The, yeah. These are believers. Uh, yeah, this pre-Christ, this is in Isaiah, but he says, your sins have hidden his face from you so that he does not hear. Hmm. So it's like, whoa, that's that's a warning really to believers. Yeah. And we're kind of going off on a different tangent from the question here, but it's it's pertinent to the discussion, I think, is that our sin, our iniquity, if we are living in sin, if we're choosing the sinful way, if we're choosing to disregard the Lord, that causes a distance yeah. from the Lord that he's like, well, you need to get this, you need to get this taken care of first. Right, right. You need to confess this sin. God is always going to forgive us. Mm-hmm. You know, verse one is, is his arm is not too short. He will always forgive. You know? um, but if we don't, the Lord's not going to hear us, right? And that's 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 just that's a startling warning. It's a good like reflective type question. Like, man, why do I feel distant from the Lord right now? Why do I feel like my prayers aren't being answered? Well, examine your life. Take right. stock. Is there right. s- am I harboring sinful thoughts? Am I engaging in sinful activity? You know all those things, and and uh, and just bring that to the Lord. And then the distance He forgives, and the distance is closed. You know He hears our prayers. And so that's that's just that's for believers. I mean, it's what separates unbelievers also our sin. Exactly. Yeah. But Christ is the mediator, and so Amen. as we confess our sins to Christ, He then comes and hears our prayers. So yeah, a great question, right? A, gr- a great question that I think is 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 relatable and one that I think we we can often uh, like we we run into these situations right with friends or maybe family members, and I th- I think you pointed out a good one with our children. Yeah. Um, but we just want to say that we're we appreciate these questions we have a lot of good questions that have been submitted and we're going to get to them so please continue uh, submitting them and we're excited to to see uh, to consider them well thanks for tuning in to consider it a ministry of redemption bible church here in brownfields texas where we are taking on questions regarding life theology and the church if you'd like to submit a question text the word redemption and your question to 474747. If you'd like to learn more about our church, visit us at redemption.bible. We thank you for your support and listening, and we hope you'll join us next week as we consider it.